Welcome to Jake and Afraid. I'm your host, four-time Naked and Afraid survivalist, Jake Nodar. Join me as I recap each new Naked and Afraid episode, guest hosted by some of the show's favorite alumni. Each week, we'll recap each episode with a perspective only a survivalist of the show can give. Now let's get naked. Hello and welcome to Jake and Afraid. Today I am joined once again by three-time Naked and Afraid survivalist and star of Last One Standing, Dan Link. Thanks for coming back on, Dan. Thank you for having me. Am I your, am I your first repeat guest? Uh, Laura. Laura Zara has done two. Oh, yes. okay. I'm less special. That's okay. Laura, <laughs> Laura I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Equally special. Equally yeah. special. <laughs> that's, that's still a high bar is Laura. How are you doing? I know we can't we can't ask you anything beyond this current episode, but how have you been since filming? Doing good. I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. It was a it was a wild one out there. <laughs> it's like it's like naked and afraid on steroids, but no, I'm feeling good. Good. Well, we will get right into it. This is Last One Standing, season one, episode five, Mo Honey, Mo Problems. And we pick back up on day 14. I thought this was quite interesting. It said 127 minutes until sunset, which I thought was, <laughs> was very exact. That is wild. <laughs> I feel like whoever was editing that was on Adderall. <laughs> but we pick up with you, Cheney, and Matt. Matt had just cut himself while field dressing that diker, and it looked mm-hmm. really, really nasty. The medic comes in to stitch him up, he gets four stitches and a splint and is told to keep it as clean as possible, which I always laugh at on these shows. It's like, yeah, I like, that's not I like that they said as clean as possible. Normally they're like, keep it clean. Just keep, yeah. it, keep it very clean. We're like, okay, yeah, good luck. Do you see my body? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you, they show him washing it off in that nasty stream, like stagnant yeah. water. Yeah, okay. We'll Just full of bacteria, yeah. We, we had a listener send in an email. Dela wants to know... How the knife was so worn out already? Was it the wrong kind of knife for that purpose? Yeah, I mean, you have limited you have limited things out there, right? And that, even that little knife, they just dulled quick. The edge on it was not that great, and you have you don't have anything to sharpen it with, right? You don't have any any knife sharpeners or anything. You're trying to sharpen it on flat stones and all of that, and yeah, it, it just dulled super quick. The edge wasn't right for that job, but uh, he sliced himself good. It was it was nasty, but. You know Matt, right? We've seen him a million challenges. Something like that's not going to take him out. That's that's what that I said on, on the last episode. I was like, if there was some other people that would have gotten it, I'd have been like, this might be an issue, but it's Matt. Yeah, He's, yeah it's it's uh, not going to slow him he down didn't, too he much. He didn't even flinch. You know, something like that. You don't you don't know how bad it is. He's just like, oops. <laughs> right. <laughs> just cut myself a little bit. I would have been screaming bloody murder. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he's he's getting stitched up by the medic, and you're in the background. You took over processing the diker, and it looked like you were quite the professional. Yeah, I got it done. I mean, you clean one man, you clean them all, right? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, they're all basically the same, Ish. more or less. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we hear a little bit about uh, Zone 3, which was the current zone that you're in, which has a lack of game, high winds, 20 degree temperature swings, which I feel like they were a lot more dramatic than that. I mean, a couple of the nights you had more wind chills like down in the 40s. Matt goes to Sarah and Steven to ask for help getting the fire going since he's basically down to one good hand at the moment. They oblige and not only help him start the fire, but they also help collect quite a bit of firewood. Waz and Gary join in. It's just nice to see. You know, I I know things are going to change very soon, but... 
at least everybody is getting in these kumbaya moments, helping each other out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? What's hard to show on TV is like e- even Matt, which any of us, except maybe Jeff, would say out there. Matt obviously had the most skill of anyone, like by far. It, but even him, he's he benefited. Each time we move to a new location, it's like, like I said before, it's like naked and afraid on steroids. You have to understand the new location and understand the resources and what's around you super quick in additional to the regular like shelter building and fire and regular survival stuff and like what you don't see on tv as much as the sharing of knowledge you know what i mean we we shared stuff but we shared knowledge and that benefited everybody including matt immensely now of course we go from this kumbaya moment and it cuts to jeff saying has (laughs) has anyone told these people this is a competition (laughs) Uh, which is just fantastic (laughs) He's just shooting himself in the foot in every move out there. He was the only one. He was the only one that was so focused on the game. And he had, in my opinion, the worst strategy of anybody. He's constantly shooting himself in the foot. It was just kind of bizarre. He's just looking one day ahead. Actually got another email that was pretty interesting. Debbie emailed and just wanted to know about the things with Jeff. Like, was this something like people came into the competition already having thoughts about Jeff? Or was it more like I kind of felt, at least as a viewer, you know, that first couple days when he's grabbing everything and not only just grabbing it, but yelling and flaunting that he's grabbing everyone's shit. I feel like really kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. It did. You know, a lot of us, a lot of people knew Jeff and like, you know, Stephen was friends with Jeff, but I, I didn't know Jeff at all. Either did Chini. I didn't even see him. He was in the Amazon season that I was in the last XL, but, but even on the Amazon season, a lot of people gave him shit for that. But his, some of his reactions, to be completely honest, I was like, yeah, fair. I get it. But out here, it wasn't it wasn't even so much just the getting all your shit stuff when he was yelling about that. It was it was just you could tell by the way he acted that he wasn't trustworthy and he wasn't going to share anything. Mm. And eventually, when someone when someone is playing by that game, when you know damn well, if he had gotten like that Impala in the beginning, for example, he would have let that thing rot before he shared it with anybody. It's just yeah. even and Sarah got it, so he kind of had to, yeah. even though he gave us less. <laughs> but um a lot less gave us the the nasty broken parts that rotted quick but when you know someone's not sharing like that over and over again we gave them the chance to like we shared the diker with him we shared other things with him in the beginning and over and over again we could hear him you know we weren't that far from each other we could hear him sometimes on his diary cams and stuff like that and he's like socialism blah 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 i'm not going to share with people and eventually you're going to be like okay well if you're not going to share with me i'm not going to share with you anymore so Absolutely. That, that's, yeah. That's starting up. The Diker was kind of a test at this point. Like we gave him the Diker meat in this episode, and we're like, just just knowing how he's going to react. But we're like, well, now now we now everybody's going to see. He's not going to not going to share anything with anybody. Well, and that's that's right where we are right now is you and Cheney bringing him the Diker meat, and it's funny because. You know, it was it was a very nice gesture, especially after him hoarding all the hides and everything else. It was oh, very yeah. nice. And, you know, he comments to camera that everyone else is getting check. getting one of those big legs. And he everybody else he, is getting the leg because they're grouped the two. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. And he, he said he's getting a spinal column and some gut fat. <laughs> it's better we than nothing. A whole rack of, half rack of ribs. And he got he got a good portion considering he's one person. Yeah, yeah. Which was, it was still complained about it. Right. Well, yeah, I feel like you can't win, but I thought it was more no. than generous. Everyone is enjoying their diker meal that night. Then we have a hilarious scene with Jeff eating the food that you guys provided him. 
talking about Matt cutting his finger and how it was karma sneaking up on him. And I was like, you do kind of realize that uh, all this stuff is happening to you because of karma. You know, it's he, exactly like, I, like I said, he's, he's just thinking one, one day ahead, not even more than that. Like the, and what it came down to, and we're realizing at this point, like this is season one, they've never done this before. None of us knew what we were getting into in the beginning, but we're realizing at this point, you know, we already know there's elimination challenges. We've already gone through what, like the um, the figure four and the hardened spear and all of that. We know there's going to be similar challenges later on, and those going to be the eliminations. Like that's what that's what it comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. Not like it, anything past that. Trying to make trying to keep hides from someone, and he talks about it too. Trying to keep hides from someone and make them go hypothermic. Like if you get med tap, that means you're going to the hospital. If you're Trying to force someone to go to the hospital—that's kind of inhumane, right? That's right. kind of how the rest of us saw it. That whole that whole scene at night—you know—the wind is going crazy, and you know the wind chills in the forties. Uh, Sarah's been struggling with the cold, and you know there he is bragging about how he's too hot, and he might have to get up and go for a walk. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I think he, he posted that on his Instagram himself too. I was like, man, this does not make you look good. I don't know what you're thinking. Well, day 15, we start out with Matt, and he is out trying to hunt with a spear because his finger being injured, he can't hunt with a bow, and he's going for frogs and just does not have success. We see Stephen and Sarah waking up after a sleepless night. Sarah is struggling, so Stephen's picking up a lot of the the slack, having to do the firewood collection and getting water. And I mean, I think we've all been there with, you know, partners that either have a down couple of days or whatever, but that work, when you have to do it all, that's yeah. a shitload. That stuff adds up and takes its toll. Even was carrying a lot of that, and I didn't realize it until that location. I saw him trying to, like, drag wood up all the way up that hill, and it was it was like a 40-degree hike up the, all the way up there. It was intense. Yeah. Jeannie and I got there first, so we had, like, a nice location down by the water. We didn't have to do that all the time. But uh, he had to hike all the way up there, and he's getting all the firewood. At one point, I stopped, and I realized he was doing it all, and I helped him carry firewood up the hill. And I was like, Oof. I mean, yeah, he's carrying a lot of that camp. Yeah, it shows. It's definitely taking a toll on him. He's, he's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. You and Cheney are out on a hunt since you guys are the skinniest people out there. <laughs> yeah, we Zero percent body fat at this point. You found Spec Boom? Is that what it's called? Spec Boom. That's the Afrikaans name. Yeah, it's called a uh, elephant bush. Mm. Portulaca, Portulaca Afria. If we want to get scientific with it, uh, that's what my guess was going to be. Yeah, it was delicious actually. I and I've tried it. Like all the things you try on those challenges, you're like, I wish I could have a bite of this in real life when I'm not out here and see what it actually tastes like. Because everything tastes good, you know. When you're starvation Starving. is the best condiment. Yeah. It's the <laughs> right. best condiment there is. Yeah, but no, I've had it outside and it's tasty. I have some growing in my front yard. In, oh, really? Uh, in Hawaii, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I never, never thought to try it, but it's good. Not much caloric value, but it does have vitamin C. So there was that, and you can yeah, see. Yeah, it's got some crude protein in it and stuff too. When you uh, when you eat it in quantity, that was, you know, you know, Jake. I went twenty eight days in the Amazon without pooping at one point. Twenty eight days, and on this one with that spec boom, I pooped four times a day at one point. To the point where all of us were like, this is super inconvenient. I have to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen on these challenges. That spec boom, that spec boom was good. It's no, like, that's amazing. Nature's fiber. Right? Really so regular. God, it was a, it's so regular. More regular than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Too regular. 
<laughs> we see mm. Jeff out on a frog hunt, and he casually refers to himself as the number one contender, which is great. Okay, I'll let that go. Waz and Matt run into him. He tells them about his conversation with Gary, and it kind of escalated because, you know, he mentioned the thing about them pushing Stacy to tap. And Waz and Matt were like, oh, we don't know anything about that. (laughs) And of course, they cut to the scene of Waz being like, we should plant the seed. We all did. We did say to Stacey, like, we understand this is like a selfish thing to say. But yeah, definitely they planted the seed, though. So yeah, can't deny that. Uh, It kind of escalates. And Matt says Jeff isn't an impressive survivalist. And... Fair enough. Jeff didn't think so, though, and he definitely was not happy. I mean, it was getting good. This is, I'm not going to lie. This is like Discovery meets Bravo and loving it. Waz tells Jeff if he isn't going to share the hide with Sarah, then he's not getting anything from the group in the future. Yeah. Like I said, we shared the diker meet kind of knowing what his reaction was going to be, but it was like, it was like a final test, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is he. Can he be a human? We expected him to not succeed in that challenge, but and uh, that's exactly what happened. So. <laughs> he did not disappoint. <laughs> no, he did not. We go back to you and Cheney, uh, still on the hunt for fruits and berries, and Cheney spots a beehive, African killer bees, which we find out are very dangerous. They're basically like those cracker jackers from the Hunger Games, which, you know, they... One one stings yeah. you. They all just hunt you down and try to kill you. Basically, they're, this was they're... just this was just like the Hunger Games in more ways than you know. I, I honestly, <laughs> I, I watch it like when Stacy was medically tapped. I was waiting for the cannon sound from like right? above. We said that yeah. out there. We were like, they need to they need to shoot off a gun every time someone taps over and over again. Stacy went out. West went out. And, man, there are a lot of similarities <laughs> between the two. That's for sure. It's, it's insane. So you guys very smartly are like, okay, we're not going to stick our hand in this beehive. Uh, Who's the craziest one out here? You guys decide to get Gary to help out. And, you know, when you guys find him, obviously he's at the top of a tree because, well, he's Gary. Uh, Oh, my God. I want to talk about that for a second. Gary was out on this damn limb. It was like I I had the saw. I was already planning on stopping at that tree on the way back because it was loaded with fruit. But he was out on this limb that was like two inches in diameter. <laughs> and the whole limb, the whole limb was loaded with fruit. And I, he had already had the saw at that point. And I'm like, they showed me saying it once, but I said it about a thousand times. I was like, Gary, get back and cut the whole limb down. You're going to kill yourself. I don't know how that he did that backflip in the last episode. I don't know how that he's like, what is he in his late 50s or something? I don't know how he hasn't killed himself yet, but props to him. You could tell you were genuinely concerned when he started walking out. You can just cut the whole limbs. branch down, man. You don't have yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> he's a wild one. Well, you guys load up on the little plums, and Gary brings uh, some green plums to Jeff, and they're really hitting it off per usual. Yep. Was hears that Gary you know, was getting chatty with Jeff, so he mentions to Stephen and Matt, he's like, we should probably limit the amount of Jeff talk we have around Gary, which, you know, you, yeah. you see, like, Waz has been under the radar, but you can tell he's playing the game and you know seems yeah you see it for the first time it. here i was surprised yeah. i don't know if it was right about here when he was like everybody's looking at jeff nobody's looking at me yeah i was sitting there watching i was like damn was <laughs> yeah. all right <laughs> i feel like he he thought about this you know smartly ahead of time and definitely yep. 
is keeping an eye on everybody. Day 17, we start the morning with you talking about your low body fat. Good for you. (laughs) You looked amazing. And your calves. We brought up your calves on an earlier episode. Your calves look amazing. So good work there. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Do you you train your calves? Are they genetic? No, I do the opposite. I came out of the womb. I have a picture of me at like three years old on a swing set. And I'm like skinny as hell. And my calves are twice the size of the rest of my body. I train, I go to the gym, I go to the gym and I just try to make the rest of my body proportional, but it doesn't work. Well, Gary comes to your camp and Chini decides to lay low. You go out with Gary on a bee hunt. Gary is the self-proclaimed bee whisperer. He does know a lot about bees. I'm getting that. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know that initially because when you guys arrive there, he is just swinging that axe like it's going out of style. I got nervous. You very oh smartly God. took several steps back. I mean, like, if I I don't like to say I had much strategy in this whole thing. So I was just going day by day. But for that, I definitely did. I was like, these bees can kill you. They really can. You don't know how aggressive they are until you start working with them. And Gary, I tried to start the fire. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just going to figure it out. I like, kept trying to start the fire. He's like, no, I'm just going to do it. He started swinging the axe into the beehive without even lighting a fire or anything. I'm like, he's like, I'm just going to test out if they're deadly or not. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> That's smart. Don't do it. Thanks. <laughs> you do it. I'm going to stand over here for a second. Yeah, it was great. Cause, I mean, he starts getting stung like crazy and you hear you, you know, like, maybe you should try smoking them out. And now, now Gary is the self-proclaimed honey badger. He has a lot of nicknames for himself. He does listen to your advice and you guys smoke the bees out. And I mean, talk about a huge success. At that point, he's like, he's in it. And I got in it pretty quick too. I was like, okay, he's not dying. This looks like way too much fun. (laughs) In the beginning, I was like, he's the only one that would step into a beehive. And five seconds later, I'm like, I'm getting in this beehive. (laughs) He's great. We see Gary feeding you honey off of his fingers, which... Oh, I, that's so romantic. I, I, well, I was actually going to say it made me super uncomfortable and, like, sweat nervously. <laughs> it was... <laughs> so. is, it was great. Gary and I were dating in that moment. You guys were going oh, hot and heavy. Yeah, we were. Your junk is covered with bees. There's bees everywhere, but it, it seems like they're all, I guess, loaded up on honey and pretty docile at this point. So I need the uh, unedited version of that shot. There were there were like 50 bees right on my junk. It was amazing. Yeah, I kind of pictured it like they have those photos of like guys that have like the bee beards like covering yes. their face. I feel like it was, you just is essentially that. The honey you, was dripping on there. It was a whole thing. Wow. They're trying to get the honey off. Of it. Yeah, it was like... the bee speedo, the beedo, if you will. <laughs> Well, the the amount of honeycomb that comes out of that tree it blew my mind. It was it was pretty. I don't know if they've ever had insane. a calorie count like that before. What they say, sixty thousand. Sixty thousand, yeah, for twenty five pounds of honeycomb, which is yeah, yeah. Usually they're like this, whatever Three equals calories. like seven calories. Yeah, yeah. This one was <laughs> two chicken <crazy>. nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was that was amazing to see oh, that good. that kind of success. Everybody arrives, he's feeding people like individually one at a time out of his mm. hand. And you're seeing everybody just like rejoice in the, the honey. Sarah started crying. Yeah, it was all. <laughs> oh, was did great. she really? I missed that. She did. They didn't show it. They, I think they heard me say that later, but I was like, Sarah cried. <laughs> it was a moment. <laughs> it, was it was. It was great. And what made it even sweeter, no pun intended, is 
You see, yeah, thank you. You see Jeff, (laughs) and he's just hearing everybody having this honey celebration. And he comments on how you guys are all intentionally being loud. No, we were not intentionally being loud, but we were being loud. (laughs) No, but understandably (laughs) so. I mean, you guys were celebrating a huge victory out there. But for him, I mean, he is like hands down the loudest person in Naked and Afraid history. (laughs) And. I mean, I have to give Discovery credit because they go into this whole montage of Jeff just screaming on all his challenges. <laughs> they, yeah, they do, some, they do some good flashbacks on this one. They really did. And once again, we hear Jeff is talking more about karma, you know, which is just right? like... And like, like I said, the Diker was the last test. We're, we're already 21 days into it. We gave him a million chances. If he's going to play by his rules, he's not going to share it with anybody blah 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 then we're all we did was play by his own rules with him right he yeah got all victim about it but we see matt and he's talking really candidly about basically being out there and even though the the cut did not really hurt him that much it affected his ability to use the bow which is his i mean that's his thing i mean he's mm-hmm. you know he's a killer out there with that and it was nice to see. I mean, he was having a real moment, just like this really changes things up, you know, because that, that bow is like an attachment of his body. Yep. But he, you know, does what any real survivalist does and tries to adapt. And after not having the success with the spear, he goes out with a fishing line and a hook. And it was insane. Mm. I mean, he was just pulling those frogs out left and right and ended up. I was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was impressive. I, I was so proud of myself. Everyone else is getting like one frog or something like that. And I developed this method where I just like got in the water and I was super slow and it would take a whole minute of me just slowly inching my hands closer and closer and closer. And then I grab them and I got maybe like nine frogs that way. Nice. And then Matt walked into the camp with like 45 frogs. I was like, <laughs> just <"What?"> casually. Yeah. <laughs> one hand and 45 frogs. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see see him have, have success without the bow. Yeah, so those frogs dipped in honey. Mm. Oh, I mean, wow, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Come, oh, wow. yeah, we would caramelize them a little bit. Oh, it was good. So you guys are all walking back, and then you want to take the huge harvest of honey to go show Chini. And we see that, you know, at some point prior to you getting up there, she passed out. Yep. Which, I mean, that look of her kind of coming to, I mean, that's scary. That's such a scary feeling out there. You know, I think like day 15, 17 on like the regular challenges, you're always like, that's when you start having the, the little blackouts and the dizzy spells and everything. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, to see her face light up when she sees that load of honey, she tries some and then gives you a big old kiss on the mouth. It was, it was, it was great. A beautiful it was, moment. It really was. Between the two yeah. gays on the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> From the day before, the reason we didn't really get into that high of the day before is because, you know, Chini, Chini was exhausted, and I knew it. And it was, a, it was a hike to go down that hill from Waz and Gary's camp. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were the last. They got the worst spot all the way, 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 way up there. So it was a hike to come down with all that honey. But uh, rather than bringing her up, I, I wanted that moment because I knew exactly how bad she was feeling. So. I, uh, it was perfect. That was a beautiful moment. <laughs> it was there's no no editing there at all. That's exactly how it happened, and she she needed that right then. Beautiful. Well, it, was, <laughs> it was really nice to see, and it was it was funny because they used that clip like in the initial ad for the show. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. they're like they're trying to make Everyone's it look like, all spicy, and it's like, nope, those are the two gays. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now we do see like at that moment, uh, 
you've got that burlap crop top back on. Where yeah. did where did that come from? All the items that we got were wrapped in burlap. Oh, and it okay. was cold. It was cold out there, and it was either freezing cold or sunny and hot. So it, it kept you a little bit warm, and it protected me from the sun, too. So I wore that thing a lot. Very versatile piece. Yes. Jeff is out scavenging for plums that somebody else had chopped down already. Yep. You know, and I, I don't know if that was just like in excess or whether he was taking somebody's cache of plums. No, we, I mean, we, that was from the tree that Gary and I were hacking apart. Like I was up in that tree too with Gary hacking the branches down and getting the plums, but the entire tree was loaded with those plums. Mm. So it's not like we, we couldn't. We couldn't hide anything from Jeff if we wanted to, unless he was scared to climb a tree, I guess, which maybe, maybe that was a thing. But yeah, so we weren't, we weren't trying to like hide anything from anyone. We were like, there's just massive pile that no one could possibly eat. So we just Mm. didn't even worry about it. But he acted like, he acted like it was like some secret cash we left and he was taking from us. So day 19, we're two days until migration. Gary goes to have his one-on-one time with Jeff. Uh, Listening to the two of them does make me want to drink heavily. Like you said before, I feel like Jeff's strategy, I feel like in his head, it's this amazing strategy, but it's like, it's not. It's not. And for Gary to be like, that's the person I want to align myself with, kind of started to ostracize himself from the rest of the group because you're like, no, you can't trust Gary at all. Absolutely. For certain things, at least. I feel like they are are great together. I feel like they're just a perfect duo out there. Interesting, interesting couple. That's for sure. (laughs) <laughs> you and Cheney talk about uh, food anxiety, which I was glad you brought up because I feel like the viewers at home don't realize what that like actually is. You know, when you're completely deprived of food and then you get some and then like you were talking about, should we go back up to that tree and check it more thoroughly for more? Honey? Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm sure there's some honey residue stuck in that trunk somewhere. <laughs> and I, I just don't think like, I mean, I totally appreciated that moment because I, I mean, I've been there where it's just like, you know, whether it's a carcass or something, you're like, wait, did I get every everything that oh, I could God. utilize? When we, were in the, uh, when we were in the Amazon, when Matt and Waz and I got that Cayman, we were all cleaning it. And I went back to the pile of like skin and guts and bones and stuff like that. They were like cleaning off the big chunks of meat. I went back to the gut pile and I like scraped off like scraps of like, I ended up being like a pound and a half of meat, but I'm like, I, <laughs> I respect Gary in some senses like that. Like I don't, I get anxiety. I don't waste anything. We learn about is bee brood. Is that right? Bee brood? The, oh, shoot, I forget the name of it. Yeah, Got to bring I Gary think, in and phone a friend, but yeah, the, I, I think they called like it bee brood, the which brood, is basically the brood comb, brood comb, brood comb. Okay, there it is. That's so it, it's yeah. basically the honey, the comb, and larva, like all, yeah, just mixed and those, together. Those larvae were good. They were like, I, they weirded me out in the beginning. People always ask, "What's the weirdest thing you've ate?" And I, you eat a lot of weird things out there, and it becomes not weird in your head anymore. But that brood comb was just like larva that were squirming around and like popped in your mouth (laughs) after after i got over the weirdness of it it was pretty good but it was it was it was strange that was how long i mean was it several days that you had that honey yeah it was a couple days like two or three days yeah we uh see was and he talks about you having sticky fingers and says that you eat your portion (laughs) and then you go for everyone else's no, that's not what <laughs> happened. I'm going to give Waz some shit there. 
I don't know. Waz wasn't feeling good that day. He was sitting there because we left all the honey up at their camp. You know, that wasn't like their portion of honey that I went up and stole. It was at their camp the whole time. Waz was sitting there and we're all like, Waz, eat more honey. But I, I think I did end up having more honey than others, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> it <laughs> I mean, accidentally I it, fell in my mouth. It was, just, it was just an accident. No, I took it and shared it with others. I expected others to like take big portions because other people were coming and taking it too because that was where all the honey was and we left yeah. it in one spot. But uh, I don't know. There was there was a lot of honey in the in that pot when we left and we all came back the next morning, Stephen and I and everybody. And Gary was like, it was gone. And we're like, oh, okay. But it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. With both of them, I was like, if you if you had a problem with it, I didn't know anything about that until later in the challenge. But it's like, if you, if you thought something like that, then tell me like an adult, we can talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. Well, day I felt 20, bad about that though. I didn't mean for that. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if, well, so day twenty, it starts out back with that with Waz and Gary, and now they're saying that you took like the nice piece. Like there's like out of all that, there's like one gorgeous. Like it was no, the, there were a lot of nice. Pieces. It was. It was like they called it the prime <laughs> cut of honey, and I mean, personally, and I shared everything with Chini too, so she, well, she well, definitely needed it. The, the fact is, without the two of you, there wouldn't have been any honey. I know Gary did a lot of work with getting he it, did. but like, but you guys found it. Like, I feel like if there is a prime cut of honey, you and Chini deserve that. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave that be, but we're watching you, Waz. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Matt. He's practicing making a spring snare. You know, you could see all the wheels turning in everyone's head at this point. You know, and I can't imagine like not having any idea what's coming next, mm -hmm. what the challenges might be, how they split you guys up, all that. You know, you can see it definitely on everyone's mind. And Matt's practicing with the spring snare just in case it's part of the challenge on the upcoming migration day. <laughs> I know, Matt's, yeah, he's smart. Smart guy. Cheney is working on fixing the broken axe handle, you know, very smartly burns out the, the wood. Jeff is out trying to catch a crab, and he gets one. It was, it was a real, yeah, no, it was, it was, really, it was a monster. It was, <laughs> Huge win. <laughs> yeah, big, yeah. And we all know crabs are just loaded with meat, right? <laughs> I wish they had showed it. Each crab has four calories. The same caloric intake as three Tic Tacs. <laughs> so I, I was happy to say, we'll say this, he, Jeff, made a new spear because the spear that he made during the challenge was a club. It wasn't a spear. <laughs> I can't give him too much crap for that, though. You just had to do the thing and pass it, and he did it. So, But, but the fact that he tried to use it afterwards, was the, that was the... Icing on the cake for me. I was like, you think you're gonna use this this club? He's yeah, trying to smash everything with like just a, a blunt stick. Yeah, that is perfect for like smacking somebody over the head. But that's really it. Yeah. But I was happy. This one looked this one looked a lot better. So I was I was happy to see see that Jeff passes Stephen Waz and Gary on the trail, and you know they have this really kind of awkward hello and. Jeff refers to them as mean girls. And, <laughs> you know, then he talks to the camera and mentions how he's heartbroken that Stephen hasn't come to visit him at all. And, you know, later, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but later we see Stephen kind of giving his thoughts on it because they did. They were on the uh, Louisiana XL Challenge together. They spent a good bit of time together. You know, and that does have to be 
kind of a tough situation, especially, you know, if you're Steven and you're seeing Jeff kind of play it this way. It's like you can't be buddy buddies because you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're kind of lining yourself up with somebody that's playing the way Jeff's playing. Exactly. And Jeff didn't go and visit him. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Jeff, well, first of all, he referred to everyone as snowflakes, you know, and he has said <laughs> he has said numerous times now at this point that I'm not out there to make friends, you know, all that stuff. So it's yeah. like, don't don't be upset, you know, with Stephen for not coming to visit you. But it's still I mean, you know, you, you kind of see you know, Stephen get a bit emotional about the situation. And yeah, you know, it's, understandably it's, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Regardless of who you're with, you form you form bonds with people, all kinds of different people from different walks of life, people you'd never be friends with normally, or like, yeah, people are different from a normal friend group. But you you get close, you trauma bond with people, and he was out there with Jeff for a long time. So to see Jeff just sort of act the way he did really hurt Stephen. It was hard to watch, to be honest. That was tough. I felt I felt for Stephen. So we're seeing the the group. Everybody's speculating about Migration Day. Then 21 comes. It's day 21. It's migration day. And we see Jeff you know, packing up his 37 hides. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he's cutting off strips around the edge so he can make cordage. Matt gets a scorpion, which I honestly, I think that's one of the tastiest foods out they, there. The ones scorpion. out there, we, they were everywhere. I've never seen more scorpions in high, that high of density in my life. Oh, every really? Piece of firewood, they would be all inside of them. Yeah, they didn't kill them, but they'd be all inside of them, crawling out everywhere. They're all eating them, but like 90% of them just tasted like crap. Like oh, really? Acid. Yeah. And one in 10 would taste tasty for whatever reason. The ones I had were like, I mean, it tastes like a sweet yeah. crab meat. Right? Oh, that's disappointing. Think. It was. Everybody is packing up. They're all putting on their silly-looking shoes and getting ready for the big migration day. And you guys are going to be making your way to Zone 4. In the first 21 days, of course, you guys were basically tethered to your partner. If they tap, you have to leave the challenge. So you're all kind of going into no man's land. Jeff calls everyone a snowflake. Mm -hmm. Then we see a very dramatic moment of you tripping just, I was really glad they included, included that in there. That was, <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> you and Cheney get to the maps first, and it basically says this is going to be the last trek as a partnership, and then the trail splits, and you guys have to go your separate ways, which I was glad they started with you guys because I feel like you guys have been the ultimate partnership out there yeah that was hard it was hard when we were out there i was about to cry i was about to cry watching it <laughs> but oh, i'm seeing sure other people's reactions right after was cracking me up <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like get the hell away from me <laughs> and we're like i'm not you leave me <laughs> i'll still be there for you <laughs> that was another nice moment between the two of you guys and they, you Tini's just Tini's just non-dramatic so i feel like she hasn't gotten much airtime. but she was one of the most solid people out there she had her skills were solid her attitude her priorities everything like you couldn't ask for a better partner she's absolutely amazing that's awesome. That was, uh, I, I feel like it's kind they of been the case. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys you guys were perfect together. I, I, I feel like, I wish that she had more airtime, but I do feel like, I feel like it's kind of the, been the same with Steven and Sarah as well, where it's like, yep, yep. if you're just out there doing the survival thing, mm -hmm. you're you're not getting a whole lot of airtime. There's all this. You got to make sure you don't die first and like 
You got to get right. sleep priorities. Priorities. You're gonna see. You're gonna see a lot of this on this channel. It's gonna be funny. But if if I don't get sleep, I'm just like I think I talked about this last time I was on. I'm just a mess. Like your brain's not working right. You're tired. You're sloppy. You're clumsy, and you're just like not functioning. So for me, I've heard like people high up that are like very experienced survivalists be like. Don't worry about sleep. When you're tired enough, you'll fall asleep anyway. I'm like, no, like sleep just is the most important thing to me. Well, the thing that's so crazy is like if you have a bad night's sleep at home, like you get two hours less than usual, you're erect the next day. So yeah. then you think about the accumulative effect of weeks yeah. with basically no. no sleep. And all these other guys are just sleeping in the mud. Cheney and I are making like a giant nest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we have like no, a like... foot of grass under us and a whole cave <laughs> after you guys part your uh you guys part ways sarah and steven go their separate directions and it's funny you can tell like the look on everybody's face i don't think anybody cares that much about right or left it's which one is jeff going to end up on like in which mm -hmm. way is he going sarah and steven's yep. you know split was definitely not as heartfelt. I mean, I think Stephen. There was no tears. There no tears. No, Stephen was like she was a, a decent hugging. partner. Yeah, but I, I will say, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but later we see you and Waz ends up with you guys as well, and that was like the first time I feel like on this season where Stephen like he's back to Stephen. Like he lights up. He yes. was so happy to see you. He was happy to see Waz, and it was it was nice yep. to see. It was nice to see him he kind of get right that there. spark yeah. yeah 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 i was i was happy for him that was that was nice well then we see jeff who is literally running like just because <laughs> that's what you my should favorite be doing. scene of the whole episode we yeah. knew we didn't have to run we knew it wasn't a race and he's just jiggling his little ass all around like bouncing up and down <laughs> yeah and he's like shooting like around these corners like and they keep making it look yeah. like he's out running Matt, he's, doing but... the, he's doing the first thing he, like in that a uh, couple episodes ago when he was trying to get to that figure four challenge first he's like trying to be first but it made no sense and because he was like running so fast he's getting himself lost and running in circles and jiggling his little behind all around i just i my only wish was that they had incorporated some like clown like music in the background as, <laughs> as sure he we that <laughs> yeah the scene needed the scene needed that gary and waz go their separate ways and yeah, basically we have you, Stephen and Waz, and then Cheney and Sarah, and then they see Gary and you know, I, I, I actually like Gary's wild, but I, I genuinely felt for him because he basically said it's like when you get a Christi Christmas present from like your aunt. Or somebody, and it's something that like is, so, is super <laughs> disappointing. Exactly, that was the perfect, perfect way to say it. And poor, it, I, I feel for Gary. I felt for Chini watching her sit there, and she just didn't even stand up. She's like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "God damn <laughs> it! So, oh, damn it! This is what this is my life." <laughs> yeah, that that's tough. And now, now I'm sure they're thinking, "Okay, what happens if we get Gary and Jeff?" That that is hanger. Yeah, well, that's that's how they end the episode. It's like we see yep. both Jeff and Matt going their own, going the routes. We don't know who's going where. Yeah, like either either way, it's a, a funny matchup, though. You think of Gary, Sarah, Cheney, and Matt, or Jerry, Gary, Cheney, and Jeff. And then, like, if we get Matt on our side, it's me and Steven and Waz and Matt. Like, if, if we were us four teamed up, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's the A team right there. Well, and the, the thing is, I feel like though, if Matt ended up with 
or sorry, I should say, if Matt ends up with Cheney and Sarah and Gary, I feel like he would at least be like that helper person that would be like doing whatever he could to help. I, again, I don't know what yes. the layout is. Mm -hmm. I don't want to speculate so too, too much, but I feel like he would have more of like a bringing together vibe than Jeff would. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, of course. Well, that's that's where we end it, and we will pick back up next week and and see what happens. Yeah. I, um, it's getting good. It's getting good. Now it we're in the is. Like I said, they've never had a season of this before. We had no idea what we're getting into, and at this point, we're like, we're starting to get it. We're starting to get it. Yeah. It's going to be good. That's awesome. I'm really excited to see it all play out. You have been killing it out there, so congrats to that, and thank you for taking the time to join me today. Thank you for having me. My of pleasure. Course, of course. And thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to send any questions you have to questions at jakeandafraid.com. Join me next week for an all-new Jake and Afraid. Until then, have a gorgeous week.